Hi everybody and welcome to episode 20 of the GA and Gym podcast. My name is Oshin Quinn. Thank you for tuning in to listen. So uh, today in the podcast, the first time we've had uh, more than one guest, we actually have uh, have two on. So we have, it's lucky enough to have Shrews Akram and um, Kane Hanley of Mayo on. Both of these lads were on the Mayo panel last year. Um, Kane obviously was playing in Brisbane Lions a couple of years ago. His brother's still out there playing. Um, Shrews has just come off the back of one of the Sigerson this year. And um, both lads, I think, won the Mayo Under-21s a couple of years ago, or possibly minors. My mistake, forgot that messed up. Um, so we chatted a lot about football in this podcast. The lads were out playing football in America last year, so we got to chat about playing football in America and how that compares, um, their plans for this year in football. And then one of the things we got chatting about, which was really interesting to me, was the lads have set up their own business, GRG, or or game ready gear which essentially is like um, I suppose a clothing supplier to teams or companies if you're looking to get jerseys half sips jumpers hoodies gloves hats um, all personalised to your uh, club or your team or if it's a company whatever it is these guys have started up doing that there so we got chatting in the business and how they're actually balancing the business side of things with football um, what their future plans are for the company um, Tom Parsons is also another member in that uh, team so it was really interesting getting to chat them about that they were also um, nice enough to give us an offer for all listeners. So for the first uh, two weeks that this podcast will be up, all um, all orders will be 10% off for team orders. So if you're looking to put an order for your team or for your company, you'll get 10% off for the first two weeks that this is up. So if you are thinking about getting something personalized for your team, for your company, check these guys out. Um, you can find them uh, on Game Ready Gear on Instagram or else through Shrews's or Kane's or Tom's Instagram. Um, it's all linked through there. So check it out. So thanks for listening and enjoy. Okay, Kane, Shrews, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us. No problem. So uh, Shrews, you're just uh, off from winning Sigerson this year? Yes, that was about three or four weeks ago. What was that like? Is that the first time you've won it, or is this is the second time you've won it? Or? It's my first season, yeah. So, it, the guys won it the year before I uh-huh. actually went to college. So, we haven't won it in DC in four or five years. It must have been good. Nice feeling to win it, yeah. And we had a couple of good nights after it, so... I can imagine, I can imagine. Is that your final year at university, or...? Um, final year of my undergrad, yes. Doing a master's? Hoping to. I haven't decided in what yet or where, but... Is it just for the for the football aspect, or is it for the education? Yeah, education. <laughs> education. Yeah, I have to get serious in life and yeah. figure out what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. I suppose. What uh, what do you do, Jenny? Um, I'm studying sports science at the moment. Right. Um, again, in final year, so nearly done. Last hurdle. So. Are you thinking something down that route, sports science, or? Um, no, to be honest, I'm looking at business. Uh-huh. I'm kind of a general business master at the moment. Have to kind of do some research on it and find out exactly what I'm going to do. It's funny, I went the opposite way. So, like, I had done business in undergrad, now I'm doing strength conditioning at Masters. So I went the opposite way around the... I yeah. think um, I realised that business, like, the theoretical side just kind of bored me. But I think whenever you get into it more, you... Like, now I really strength conditions while they want to go on day, but you have to sometimes go through certain courses to figure out that's maybe yeah. not what the way you want to go down with it, like. Yeah, well, I got into sports science. I really wanted to do sports science and uh-huh. into it. I enjoy it, don't get me wrong. There's certain aspects of it, I love it. I love the kind of working with the elite environment, so I would have done my placement with Tennis Ireland. Right. That would have been kind of just the elite of the elite in Ireland yeah. tennis, which was brilliant. But I don't think general pops for me. Yeah. And then having set up GRG with the two boys, Keane and Tom, uh-huh. um, that brings the business side into it, so that's where the interest for business comes Yeah, in. it's nice to have that there. Um, and then what's it like playing circus 
you know, with a completely new group of players each year? Is that what's that experience like? Um, it's not really the new group every year because yeah. a lot of the group kind of stays over most years. You uh-huh. lose five or six players, but then the rest of the squad is kind of younger guys that didn't get to play or guys that weren't playing the year before mm-hmm. that kind of step up the following year. Um, you might have one or two master students or guys that have come in from other colleges studying, but very few. It's generally... Pretty much the same team? Yeah, core squad stays the same. And then what's like uh, weekly training look like for you at Segerson level? Um, we train twice a week, a Monday and a Wednesday, um, depending on how games fell. And then if a game was Wednesday or Tuesday, we only trained once. Uh-huh. So once or twice a week and then one game, depending on... And you use one the Mayo under twenty ones is that is that two years ago or twenty sixteen? So a couple of years ago, what's like the would you say the standard is similar at Sigerson to that under twenty one level or um, do you notice a difference in it? I think Sigerson standards I'd a big step up, just a bit higher than under twenty one or under twenty football. I think yeah. I think it's just below inter county football at the moment. Well, that's how I place it. Um, so it's all inter county players, though, essentially, exactly, isn't it? Yeah, so like teams I played with over the years have been all inter-county players that are currently playing with their counties or have gone on to play with their counties. Yeah, uh, it's, um, it's just a different level altogether. Do you, you must find your own game has improved massively just by playing at that level too. Uh, definitely, yeah. You're, you're training with guys that are kind of a higher level, they're yeah. higher skill level and physically they're better, uh, tactically, skill-wise, they're just better players than your normal club players or kind of local guys um, so that pushes you on. Yeah. Just for your own. I uh, definitely can imagine. Yeah. Can imagine good connections as well with the uh, with sending out all the the gear and stuff as well. The boys for uh, GRG. You make friends from all <laughs> networking. Country, yeah, and all over different counties, so they come in come in useful for something. I Networking's everything. Exactly, <laughs> it's yeah. everything. Um, and then, Kane, you've been back home now for a few years. Yeah, so two years last month. How has it been adjusting back home? Uh, been pretty hard. To yeah. Be honest, yeah. Um, only the last few months, I really feel like I've settled in again. Uh huh. What's been hard about it? Everything, I suppose. I left after my leaving cert. Mm-hmm. Went out there playing football full time, getting a good salary. <coughs> to come back to the west of Ireland, back to the home house, no care. It was just, yeah, it was yeah. Tough. Like I was, um, I had Keelan Mooney on the podcast. Oh yeah. And Keelan was out with, uh, say, with Geelong maybe or. I can't mind who it was, but he kind of said something. I think Keelan left after. Sort of last couple of years of school, and then whenever he came back, it was just this whole void that they had missed of you know, whether it be uni and work and stuff. Yeah, a lot to kind of catch up on in a couple of years. Yeah, see, my thought process coming home was I'd come home, go straight into college in September, and that'd be me set up, be yeah. home back into life again. And um, came home, then finding it hard. College just seemed, seemed like a big step, uh-huh. so put it off now until this year, hopefully. So, two and a half years later, but eventually, what have you been? What have you been doing yourself for two and a half years then? Um, so luckily. Uh, Andy Moran has looked after me, uh-huh. so he's a club mate of mine. So I'm working in his gym in the movement in Castlebar. So I've been there for two years, and then Shiroz, um, and Tom Parson with GRG. So between the two, have been kind of keeping busy. I would say that starting the GRG over the past couple of months and like getting into it big over the past couple of months has probably helped kind of settle yourself back in as well. Yeah. Gives you nearly a bit of a purpose too, probably. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, for me, so <coughs> I was looking to go back and then decided not to, and then I was waiting out to be a mature student. Mm-hmm. So I'm going applying as a mature student this year, and then wanted to go and travel and stuff. So I finally, I'm doing the boys' heading because I'm going away every second week, but I finally booked a trip. Hard boy to work with. <laughs> <laughs> when he's there, he's useful. So <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have him. Um, yeah. 
so then going back to kind of your time in Australia, what was that experience like? Loved it. Many years were you there? Look, I was in my fourth year, so I was there three and a half years. Uh-huh. Um, so I had a lot of injuries. So when I first went over, I went over an ACL. So I did my ACL against Kerry in the All-Ireland semi-final. Um, and I think, so that was on the Sunday, but the Monday beforehand, the Lions had agreed to pick me up. All right. So they told my mum and my brother they were going to sign me, but they didn't tell me because obviously uh-huh. I was getting yeah. ready for Kerry. And I was maybe 10, 12 minutes into the game, did my knee. And then they didn't know what was happening. So, so they took you anyway? Still took me anyway, yeah. So they were through to their word. Um, went over there and they were very good to me. So was injured for the first year with my knee. Second year then I had a lot of groin trouble. Mm-hmm. So with the minors and some overtraining. Um, had some bad injuries. I had my groins reconstructed in my second year. Uh, what what happened there? Oh, how long do we have? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you a big can of worms here now. <laughs> um, no, so I played male minor on my bad edge and my good edge. And we we used to train pretty hard. What, what did you, you played it in your bad edge and your good edge? Sorry, my not bad edge and good edge, but my under edge. So I say I was. You were one of the younger guys in the team. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you played it nearly like when you were like 16, 17 and yes. you played it when you were 18? Is yeah. that what you mean? Okay, yeah. Not bad age, but you're younger. <laughs> yes, okay. I wasn't sure if that was just like a Mayo term or something. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it is, I'm not sure. Maybe it is, I've never heard that one. Anyway, sorry for interrupting you, go ahead there. That's all right. Um, yeah, so I had really bad groins. Um, and then I always thought my knee was a blessing in disguise that all this time off, my knees, would, my groins would be good. Came back then, was over there training, groins were bad. So I had them reconstructed, and it wasn't until my third year when I actually joined the main uh-huh. group, so left rehab, and actually went out in the field and did the training. Uh, so then my third year, I played 17 games, mm-hmm. out of a possible 21. Were they, is that at the senior level? or that was their reserves right. level. Uh-huh. So they were pretty much like, so I was a third year player at this stage, so I was not getting on, but I was yeah. then a few of the other boys, and they were like, you've never played, just go out there and have fun and make mistakes, and you'll learn from it. Yeah. Um, so we won our competition. Um, met some really good friends that year. Um, I had a few family um, issues going on at home. Uh-huh. Not issues, but how would you say family circumstances, you could say. Okay. And um, along with that, my injuries in my fourth year, then I decided to, to come home. Come back? Um, yeah, which wasn't an easy decision, but it was a decision I was happy to make. And yeah. And, you know, looking at now, any regrets or do you think... You have made the right decision? I have. No, no regrets. Um, to be honest, I just found it harder adjusting to life mm-hmm. um, than I thought it would have been. So no regrets, but slowly getting to where I think yeah. I hoped it would have happened a bit, hard, a bit sooner. The, um, like, I'm sure you probably hear it, but, you know, whenever people do come back, like, whether it be homesickness, like Conor McKenna obviously has come back and everyone's saying homesickness, but everyone will be saying that you would just stay out, like, it wouldn't be that bad. I know it's probably people always think it's going to be easier and it's going to be brilliant. Is that the case or is it a lot harder than people might think over there? Um, yes and no. To be honest, I never really had any thoughts in my first three years, you could say. Uh-huh. It wasn't until my fourth year and then um, a lot of stuff going on at home and everything just kind of came yeah. for me and I just thought I was young enough to come home and still go to college. Um, Pierce obviously has been out there. Mm-hmm. He's going into his, I'm going to say 13th, maybe 12th year. That's crazy. You know, so there couldn't be many other players that have stayed out that long. No, yeah. And he's only getting his injuries. He had a few when he first went out, and he's had a couple in the last few years. What sort of injuries are they? So the minute he's his calf, he had his hamstring when he first went out back in 2006 and 7. Yeah. But there for a few years, he was 
killing it. Like yeah. He's one of the best players in the competition. Yeah. So. It's crazy that he is like there's uh, there couldn't be many Irish players that have stayed that long over an AFL. Like it's very impressive. Yeah. No, himself, no, Zach Tui are doing really well. Yeah. And are you trying to get over to Australia much to visit him when you can? Or? Um, well, this is the first time going back now, well, three days' time. So I'm going back for a month to see Pierce and a few uh-huh. of my friends. So Very nice. It's well overdue. But. Yeah. And um, what was the kind of, what was like a week-to-week training look like whenever you were over there? Um, I suppose pre-season was very tough. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to train pretty hard. And then come, everyone just kind of used to hold out for the season because then you used to be game, recover, game, recover. Yeah. So. The in-season wasn't too bad. It was pretty much skills on a Tuesday, training on a Thursday, game on a Saturday. Yeah. In between that, you did your gym and swimming and bikes. Um, and then pre-season was pretty tough. Yeah. So it'd be three times a week. But again, you always had at least two days off. Uh-huh. So you trained hard, but they gave you good time. You got a bit of time off. Good, uh, good downtime. So. What's it like for both years? You know, you've played um, under-21s, minors. You've played in big games and then you're playing Sigerson big games what's it like going from that to then going back and playing like a club match or a club pre-season friendly is it kind of like fuck this here or <laughs> or do you just do you not think about that there um, actually I'd be the opposite I actually love it I love yeah. going back I don't know about you but I love going back and playing football with the club <clears throat> just friends you've grown up with and like you can have a bit of fun and the club isn't as serious yeah. so you'll go to training and you'll enjoy the trainings and there's not this thing oh you have to be performing really well or you have to be doing this or that it's you go you have fun with your mates and you still get some good work done but yeah. you come off and you, you've enjoyed the session like uh-huh. um, <clears throat> and in our club we kind of like to enjoy ourselves on and off the pitch as well so it helps he's like a drink is basically <laughs> what you're trying to say there <laughs> uh, well just even on the pitch like we'll have we'll have the crack with each other and yeah like you'll give each other a bit of stick and stuff and uh-huh. it's just enjoyable like um, are you a same club yes yeah. and what uh what kind of level is that are you a senior intermediate junior senior yeah we managed the county final last year mm-hmm. um so we went on a good run we hadn't been there we won it in 2012 yeah. and then Casabar and Ballon Tubber have won it every year since um, and then we made it to the final and lost to Ballantubber by three points. So closer this year, do you think, or you know, is there is there is there a big gap between using Ballantubber, or do you think this year could be the year? Or um, I give us a good chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this time last year, myself, Sharose, David Drake, Andy Moore, and we were all involved with Mayo. Mm-hmm. So we were training hard at this stage, and I feel the fitness levels would have been a bit higher. So the four of us now are away from that. Yeah. So I might test us four out a little bit more, but um, yeah. No, yeah, we'd have a good chance. We have a good team, so. How hard is it whenever you are playing with Mayo and you're going far every year with that and then trying to balance that with club, you know, is it difficult when you know boys are probably wanting you down to training more and you can't make it there because you have other commitments or do you feel more pressure when you have to play? Um, our club is pretty understanding. Like, they know once you're with the county, you're getting your trains in anyways, you know. And, yeah. And then it's just up to the other boys that are involved with the club team to get their work done and train hard. So then when we come back, it's just kind of, getting us fitting back into the team rather than us being unfit or them being unfit, you know? Yeah. Um, Do you find the speed of, like, the game or the training is much different, or...? Um, yeah, well, to be honest, again, I'm coming back from playing AFL, so I was out of the game for a few years, and mm-hmm. I found it was just weird even coming back playing. Like Killen said the same back. thing, like, it was very different. Yeah, I couldn't even describe it to him. He said, it hasn't changed that much in, what, four years yeah. or five years. What, what was different about it? I... D- I can't even describe it. Obviously, I thought I'd come back and my skills would be perfect. You'd be flying. <laughs> yeah. And little did I know. Was it? Just even tactics and stuff. Like, when you went out, everyone played kind of 15 on 15, uh-huh. played football. 
Whereas now there's a lot yeah. of bodies and there's a lot it's of so different. It's so of different. It's slowed down. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Games change a lot. You, you kind of don't realise that, do you, until you kind of sit and look back. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny now, because even Piers comes home and watches games and he's like, what is this? Like, uh, it's like a game of basketball sometimes, do you know? Um, like I had um, Mark McHugh from Donegal yeah. and I was chatting to him and I was saying like, you know, do you realise that and that year, you just essentially changed Gaelic after that there point, like, and yeah. since 2012, it has been massively, mm. it's been massively different, like. Yeah. What do you think about all the rule changes over the past couple of months? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't mind them trying to change a few rules. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I think something has to change. Are you kind of supposed to play under essentially what is happening now in Gaelic? Yeah. And I like it. I'd rather sit down personally and watch a game of AFL at the minute. Yeah. Um, again, I understand it, but come back together. There's so much uncertainty around certain things, um, and I feel they're trying obviously create rules to stop that. But it's hard as well. Yeah. When you've one referee trying to. You just played at the Saint Sigerson, didn't you? The new rules, yeah. What you? How'd you find it? Well, we didn't know we were going to use them until I think December. Right. It was just kind of. Did you think it changed the game much? It does. Uh, yeah, especially the marks and the the inside mark. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you're given free basically to kick it over, you know. Yeah. As long as you can get a good ball in, catch it, then you've got it free. Whereas Gaelic football, I think, is meant to be more free flowing and yeah. test your skills. It puts opposition kind of trying to tackle you rather than here's a free shot at the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think um I think the advanced market I think as you say the ideas are probably good, but they yeah. still have to yes, flesh yeah, out a few details. Yeah, yeah. Like I think the midfield marks I play midfield, and over the past couple of years, whenever you want to mark you have like three or four seconds and if you've maybe fallen down with the ball and you get up and you don't know where you're going, you end up not knowing what yeah, to do with yeah. it like and you have to wheel it. But yeah. at least I think you, you get 15 seconds now, which is a bit nicer, but I still think like the advanced mark, especially when you have like the four steps after it, yeah. still which, probably... Yeah, it's good. It, it, I think people, nobody really understands it understand yet. I think you need yeah. a season or two to get through it, like, don't you? Yeah, I've seen games, I went and watched the Mayo under-20s a lot this year mm-hmm. and it was... On three occasions, I reckon the ref is blowing the whistle for a mark, and the players dropped it. Aye. And then everyone's like, everyone's stopping. Why is he blowing the ref? Do you know what I mean? Nobody just... knows what's going on. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. don't know at, at club level how it's you know a referee yeah. coming in a Sunday morning probably couldn't be bothered to be there. How he's going <laughs> to be <laughs> like? Make it a lot harder for him. You, know? you kind of feel bad for them nearly more than anything, don't you? Like the rules of the game, and then you've got to see where the ball is kicked from if he caught it or you know that sort of stuff yeah. it's going to make it difficult. it'll take time but I think yeah. they're trying to do the right thing so. yeah it'll be interesting to see what do you think of um, Mayo season so far um, Monaghan tomorrow isn't it Monaghan tomorrow yeah they're getting a lot of new faces in there some yeah. good players um, and obviously Killian I think is back on the bench this weekend and mm-hmm. yeah what um, led you boys to kind of not join the panel this year or was it Maybe what's the kind of story there? I left the panel last year, just on personal terms. Um, <clears throat> left, just too much going on outside of football okay. at home and stuff. And then the company was doing really well. Um, so that's why I kind of decided to step away. was going to hoping to go back to Pakistan, but then I was kind of persuaded. Ended up going to America for the summer. Loved that. I actually don't regret it. Um, yeah. People have asked me that many times. Would you stay it on or would you... I actually don't regret making that decision of mm-hmm. leaving the panel and going away. I loved, loved America. Came home with a really clear head. Was it Boston or Philly? Sorry, did you say I you went to Boston last summer. Um, Philadelphia was a couple of years ago. What club were you at in Boston? Galway, Boston. Galway, Boston? Yeah. Um, I see you left and, and played there then. 
played with them. So myself and Keane went over together to Galway, uh-huh. Galway Boston last summer. What was that like? Um, very good. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. Did to you just play any sun. football at all? Or <laughs> we played. Oh, every we tried. Game. <laughs> we yeah, played a bit. Very good now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Boston's a cool city, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It was there for St Patrick's Day like two years ago, maybe? Okay. It's a cool city. Like. Yeah, yeah. It was class. I had a couple of friends right in Boston this year as well, but um, it seems like a great thing going out and playing there for a summer. Like, yeah, he's not attracted to go out this year to play. Or I am, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I wasn't calling to Mayo this year, and obviously the way the club season falls, it allows us to go away and then come back to the May Championship and mm-hmm. be back a week or two before. So, the club have said as long as I'm back a couple of weeks before Championship, then no problem with me going. So yeah, so that's a, a big possibility then this year. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. And um, now you don't have to give me any specific details here. I'm just curious. Is there much money involved in one of them situations going out there? Um, I've heard <laughs> a lot more, but yeah, there'd be a bit, yeah. 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 I've heard some some like numbers from different players. You hear you hear a lot of rumors. Yeah. But are some of them over exaggerated, or do you think? I'd say some of them are exaggerated. Some of them are, yeah. But, um, but some of them wouldn't be exaggerated. <laughs> certain individuals getting them. Um, Good money out there, yeah. Say. Getting a wage, basically. Uh, yeah. Very close to it, yeah. But I suppose as well, you could look at, you might get good money, but there's 14 of us in a four-bedroom house. Yeah. Whereas I know other boys that are going over aren't living. And you are working as well, obviously. Or are you working? Construction work, yeah. Well, you didn't work as much as <laughs> I did. But, um, <laughs> it wasn't for me. No. You were well looked after, Ken. <laughs> he wasn't, I tried. Able, he I wasn't able, able to do the construction work. That was more than the thing. One day in the site and you got the job. <laughs> yeah. I got a nice painting gig then, so I did that for a few days. But <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> me. Um, no, I was on the construction side of it, so kind of anything from demo work to yeah, framework to anything really, kind of a handyman. Was it was it tight going or was it? It was it was tough. It was tough, but I didn't mind it. Um, yeah, didn't mind it. Yeah. Certain days now you came home and you were just you had a big day put away, and uh, you might have to go and train. So then you're like, oh. And is there actual like is there actual Gaelic pitches out there, or is it just fields you're going out and playing in, or? We so trained on the Harvard AstroTurf. So we used to go right. to Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> and you coming out of Harvard and seeing like 15 lads from Ireland just going <laughs> yeah, out and playing. Funny story, that because um, when we, we went out, we didn't believe it that they had to train in Harvard. Like, uh-huh. They're like, oh, we just go there every week and we just train. Like nobody says anything. Like we don't have permission to do it and nobody stops us. So we just go and do it. Which is mad. Like even when we went to play. So no one has actually given any permission. It's just no, no. Other guys playing soccer, so there were some days we'd send them down the other side. And we'd play <laughs> in our side. Um, and same with Boston College. Like there was times we just walked into Boston College and brought a football. Yeah, the university was open, yeah. And then same with the basketball court. That's class. Like even just going around them stadiums and all too. Yeah. Like yeah. And is the trainings like is it is it the trainings just a mess about or is there actual training involved? The try and structure, but it was a mess about. <laughs> it was just but again, I think there's different levels. Like we come up against Donegal, Boston. They were all shouting at each other and doing this, and we were all like, "They had tactics." Yeah. yeah whereas we were just kind of. He's right here for the crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the guys tried to put on some sort of structure, but I don't think. It's easier said than done. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know it was good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, what's the like? What's the incentive for them clubs? You know, paying out that big money to bring players in. You know what they? Because I always wonder that even at. You know, at Sigerson level, boys will get good scholarships, take a one play. Like, what's mm. what's the what's the return? Is it just boys like their team winning, or I don't know. I mean, out there, I'd say it's they want to stay connected to home. As home, well. yeah, that's what I would mm. think. Um, they're obviously doing well out there with whatever work line of work they're in. Yeah, a lot of them can't come home, 
absolutely yeah. and visas and stuff yeah. so they like to be involved with kind of some yeah. aspect of home yeah. I suppose if you have the money as well yeah yeah, if they can stay connected and get players out there and you know, different different mm-hmm. summers and experiences for them as well yeah. I suppose they play a bit of a football manager role too trying to yeah, it's a feel a part of home. Like you're seeing guys, certain guys are playing for their counties, and the next thing you're kind of bringing them out for your team. Do you know? I suppose I, yeah. I bring them out to the wee area and all to live in too and stuff like. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I so possibly going back to this year then. So no, no want to kind of play for maybe with this year or n- what's the. Um. Well, for me, so come moving home, I found obviously very tough, as I said before. Um. So I talk with the management and. Chatted to the players and just said, to be honest, I don't feel where I'm at at the minute I can contribute. Um, I'd rather take some time away, <coughs> look to go travel and did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going to Boston then, I haven't heard anything back. So I started playing some good football then with the club and started to enjoy my football uh-huh. again. Um, so at the minute I'm just playing with the club and doing my own gym and enjoying it. Yeah, so I just want to get back to yeah. when I was 18 and playing good football really. <laughs> um, yeah. So at the minute, no, it's not looking likely for this year, but we'll see in the future. Yeah, possibly in the future is looking to get there. And then, like, what, yeah. you know, what does it sort of take to get on that panel? Like, you're, you're, you're at that level now. What does it sort of take? How many hours a week? Is are you talking if you're looking to commit to that? And you're, you're trying to run this business and say you just have all our work to do. You have uni. How many hours a week are you talking? You have to add into that. Well, I know when we were coming from Dublin down to trains, like. Especially when you're training now, you were looking at eight, nine hours, ten hours a day. Even travel alone, you're spending five hours, six hours up and down. You know. What? The, how many times a week would you do that? We didn't come to Mayo that often, but when uh-huh. we did, you're looking at that. But even midweek sessions were six, seven hours. That's Tuesday or Thursday, and then your your weekend is taken up with football as well. So I'd say yeah. in around thirty hours a week, easy. easy. Yeah, it's a rude awakening, like yeah. I say. So in Oz, we used to have our training pitch, the stadium, the gym, everything was in like a 20, 20 yeah. mile radius. Do you know what I mean? So you go, you get your coffee on the way, you train. Yeah, now yeah. it's like, right, you're getting, getting in the car, driving to Athlone, you got to be there an hour and a half before training starts to do all your prep and then you get yeah. strapped and then you're training and then you're eating and meetings and yeah. it's just a lot. It was, it was tough. It's a lot of time. Like, yeah. I even find, you know, even at the club level, whenever I've got the gym and different things going on, Whenever you start something like that, you don't realize how little time you have for, for yeah. like it just everything condenses down and you're trying to play football on top of it. But I, I would imagine for any of those lads that are playing or they're trying to run the business themselves, it would be fucking tough like to try and do both. Yeah, extremely difficult just with time. Like, like you were trying to work with Andy and then I was in college and then trying to run a business part time. And a lot yeah. of the guys are actually students or they're working full time in good jobs. They need their employers to be kind of yeah. lenient and like even le- leaving early to go make a training <coughs> session and be on time for a training session, you know? Because yeah. from Dublin, we used to leave around half two, three o'clock. That's around lunchtime, uh, just after lunchtime of working day for people. There's not many uh, companies would be happy with that happening, like, would there be? I suppose they have to. Well, the profile as well. Yeah, profile is going to be. Guys, I suppose, some of them could be making up hours the evening before coming in early that morning so there's a lot to it you know it's a lot of hours in a week like isn't it do you think it's worth it um when i was in there yeah definitely when i stepped away and kind of took thought back what, what i was doing you kind of look at it and think geez i was putting a lot of hours there uh-huh. for what really do you know um, it's different if you're playing and you're playing week in week out but if you're just a panel member and you're just there 
it's it's difficult. Um, yeah, tough. But you wouldn't be in there if you didn't like it, you know. Um, you you do it because you love it. You love it essentially. A lot, nearly everyone, all the lads I've chatted, they like they would say theirs is massive, and time and commitment. But ultimately, you you do it because you want to do it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a big honor. Like yeah, especially for you, you know Mayo. Like when you're the likelihood of you is getting to Croke Park in those last few stages is going to be very high. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. I think, like, me and I think you're the same. Like, we both, we loved Mayo. Uh-huh. So that's what he's, he found it hard when I moved home and he was on to me. He's like, well, geez, you used to live and breathe it when you're under 18 and now yeah. you find it hard. And again, it was just where I was at in my life. So I feel in a year or so if I start back in college and start to get good routine going and just suits me then, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So I don't see any reason why we can't get back into it and get going yeah. again. But I just think where we were last year just wasn't really, uh-huh. wasn't really where I wanted to be. So. Yeah. But even coming home from Boston, getting that breakaway, like you came back, and two of us enjoyed our breakaway, yeah. and we came back and we played better football once we came yeah. back, having taken that break. Yeah. Do you think it was just like you came to go a mental break as well, nearly from it? It was. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't serious for a while. Yeah. yeah. Came back in a very good headspace. I'm not sure. You thought about that. And. Um, Whenever you, you use, so my writing saying use one under twenty one, and then Mayo minors use one as well. You were captain that team, uh, Kian. So no, I was on. Stephen Cohen was captain the year we won it. Right. And I was captain the following year we won the Connacht title, and then we lost in the semi to Kerry. Okay, sorry for bringing that up. Sorry. <laughs> the year, the year that you won it, that was obviously big crowd those days. Like, have you played in? Crook Park with like close to eighty thousand in it or been been involved in them sort of yeah, situations. So a big crowd of semi-finals, two semi-finals, yeah. Well, the Kerry game, so it was a double header. It was uh-huh. Mayo Kerry, Mayo Kerry, minor and senior our year. Yeah. So come half time in the second half, there was a big crowd for our game. I'd say it could have been fifty, fifty-five thousand. Mm. What's that like whenever you're, you know, that that underage level of playing in that? Yeah. Do you hear it or do you notice it or? Looking back at it, like the, the atmosphere in the. Crow Park, I think, changed a lot between half time because you go in at half time, it's pretty yeah. empty, and yeah. yeah. it was like an half, and you're like, where are all these people? Right, what from? what just happened there? Like, um, yeah, it was mad. Um, I'm sure that's like very few people will get the experience at the play gig. Like, you know, it's a pretty, yeah, it's a pretty cool thing to oh, play in front of Crook Park. Yeah, like it was unreal, especially the 17, 18 year old. <clears throat> Crazy. Um, so talk to me then about uh, talk to me about GRG. What does GRG stand for? So GRG is Game Ready Gear. So GRG Sports. So myself, Sharoz and Tom Parsons um, have a sports company. Um, So we're kitting out local Gaelic teams, schools, soccer teams. Um, So I started off with something small. It's kind of growing into something bigger. Uh Um, So yeah. How did it start? Were you just making gloves or something? Or did it start from actually... Um, So I, I started off myself to start myself and another guy from Mayo um, uh-huh. and then Tom was looking to come on board at the time and Keane had just moved home so kind of the experience the two boys brought from different backgrounds and us three having from dip, coming from different backgrounds um, worked, worked, worked really well I, I would have been really good friends with Keane before he went out so uh-huh. when he came home I was kind of pitching ideas at him and he was coming back with a few things so we were like geez, we could actually get something going here Yeah. and then obviously Tom's interest which was shown before uh-huh. we then reached out to him and he was still looking to come on board so that's how we came about yeah. game ready gear and we've kind of gone from strength to strength since how difficult is it you know starting something like that from scratch um very 
very yeah. yeah well like even just with clubs and people because you're trying to sell something that they've never seen before there's no experience there's no yeah no, nobody else that has bought it before but once you get into a club or get it to somebody they kind of sell the product for you and then you can go to a different club and if they see a different club has it they're more keen to buy it off you rather than yeah, so you get yeah. scratch. you're kind of going club to club then and getting getting out and that's kind of the way of yeah. going about yeah. it yeah so I mean, at the start, we had a few hiccups, and we've come a long way to where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we said, so there's a lot of referrals. Yeah. Referrals can be good, and they can also be bad. So yeah. for every 10 good ones, if you have one bad one, it's going to go that little bit further. But, um, but being no. a new brand, a small brand, you get criticised more too, which we found. Um, like being Daddy Dast and Mike's, the, the O'Neill's, I don't know if I should be saying all the brands. <laughs> here, but Fuck them. Uh, yeah, you can get criticised. So yeah. they could do something, and you could do the exact same thing, but because you're a newer and smaller brand, People will pick that out in your brand and kind of critique it and kind of yeah yeah you know about it yeah we're doing everything we can as well yeah. so I would say even like trying to get suppliers like and to make these things and go back and forward with them must be a challenge as well yeah I mean, um, that's that's, your that's, side of that's it. where I come in handy so a lot of the guys are in around Asia Pakistan China uh-huh. so my background I was born in Pakistan right so my family still in Pakistan so the language barrier wouldn't be as difficult for me because I speak the language yes okay. Um, that helps and then so most of our suppliers are from Asia, China uh-huh. and Pakistan so it's communication wouldn't be the difficulty like and then I've been back and I've seen a couple of them so yeah that's a pretty unique thing that you have there <laughs> yeah. it's good to have you know so that's kind of yeah. what I bring to the team uh-huh. and then other guys bring other aspects to the team so yeah that's kind of my speciality I suppose going to go down in a different route here we'll come back to it when did you move from Pakistan to Ireland um, when I was four right five so going back I think 18 years, 18 years, two months ago. Right. That's a bit yeah. mad. And you're sort of back and forth then over there? Uh, no. So I'd never been back up until three years ago. Right. That was my first time going back. And uh-huh. It was an eye-opener. I've said that a couple of places now. Really? Um, In what way? It was a shock to the system. Um, Just couldn't see myself living there. Nice to get back, visit some of the family and uh-huh. stuff, but not my cup of tea. you take me out. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been in Balladreen since we've moved. Uh-huh. That's where we've always lived. That's kind of my yeah. town. That's my home. That's what I see as home, do you know? Is it a kind of rural area where you're from, or is it the town, or what's it? it Balladrine would be a small town. Yeah. Rural enough, but uh-huh. it's a small town, yeah. And would it have been a challenge kind of growing up, you know, coming, not being born in Ireland? Was it a challenge? Um, well, the language barrier. There couldn't have been too many shrewses no, running about. No, there isn't, no. Um, so when we moved over, there actually wasn't that much of an Asian or a Pakistani community around mm-hmm. either. So we would have been kind of the first to come over. Um, but the guys in Ballardine, now a lot of guys, there's a lot of good people there. Like so Paul McHugh, Desi Lynch, um, Declan Dunn, Andy Moore. Like, a lot of these guys you know, helped us settle in and helped right. me with football and with everything really. Um, and some of them still to this day help me with things. So yeah. I'm very um, grateful for them. Interesting. Sorry, I went in a, in a roundabout <laughs> way there. Um, so back to the gear. So, is it? I see you have you do gloves and all as well. Is it kind of by the both you trying to do so like for an individual and the club as well? Then um, at the moment, we're not really targeting individuals. We're looking at teams and mm-hmm. clubs as a whole. That's yeah. kind of our target market at the moment. Uh-huh. Um, kind of all sports at the moment. You've done tennis clubs, cricket clubs. Obviously, Keane says soccer clubs. Uh-huh. We're looking to go down the route of cycling and some swimming gear and stuff as well in the future. So we're looking to expand. How do you manage the time? You know, is that like it's bound to be difficult? Even like posting things, getting orders sorted. Like, how do you how do you manage that between you? Um, 
it's a lot of time it's just kind of you know something has to be done yeah uh-huh. if one of us can't get to it Kane might get to it or Tom might get to it or somebody has to get to it somebody has to do it you know yeah, yeah. at least there's three years anyway like yeah that's where you need the kind of the bodies um, and then Kane's mum and dad are very helpful as well so uh-huh. we can kind of use he's in the garage at the minute for a little warehouse yeah so I give Andy and Natalie a call yeah there. <laughs> And then, obviously, my brother kind of does a good bit for us as well. So we've kind of family members that will help yeah. us out. And give you us need that, like? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, so then, why would a club order off use versus a different, like, one of the bigger brands? That's what we're finding. So, um, especially in Mayo, we're trying to be very, I suppose, what's the word? Reachable and... Mm-hmm. Very accessible. So yeah. in terms of like these clotains, and they've said they've had dealings with numerous different companies and how some are good, some are bad. Yeah. Some are easy to get in touch with, but the gear mightn't be good. So we want to be like, I suppose a Mayo, Connacht, and good cup. Sorry, didn't mix up my words there. Yeah. Like good gear. Uh-huh. But then also be like, so we're in a good time frame of four, four weeks once we put an order through. And then also our prices are competitive along with like sizing and stuff as well so yeah so easy to get in contact with and essentially the exact same quality probably i was looking at the stuff you probably have a nick you have different designs obviously in a lot of other companies yeah, so it's a different yeah, kind of so a few different round necks quarter zips chile skinnies full, full um, range full range full range Again, yeah number of sizes um yeah uh-huh. i suppose we can we can be related to teams personally because we actually yeah. go down and meet them so like I know a number of clubs they see Tom Parsons coming down like Mayo, Mayo people you know the way they're Big mad, name. mad for football so yeah. kids love that you know so Tom Parsons came down yeah. and he sizes up for the kit and stuff so mm-hmm. I think that's very important and then obviously Keane's background with the AFL and having represented Mayo yeah. underage and with the senior team so I think that that's a big plus for us yeah it's even good networking wise as well getting into clubs and yeah. stuff using yeah. players and all and that's it, so we're using that to get in the door, and then obviously our gear then is mm-hmm. keeping us there. So. Yeah. And how come you just haven't targeted like individuals? Is it just, is it rather go for kind of more, I don't know, more more people at one time? Or is it manpower. maybe not as much money, I suppose? I don't know. A bit of both and manpower, yeah. I think, just for individual stuff, you need somebody mm-hmm. there the whole time that's kind of full time yeah. that can go out and post stuff or take orders in and that sort of. Uh, nitty gritty work that needs to be done. Yeah. Whereas yeah. between Tom working full time in football, Keane working part time, and then part time company, and then self being in college, you know, there's a lot going on. So that'll just make it extremely difficult. Yeah. So we never know in the future, but in just the future like the minutes yeah. And enjoying it, or is it becoming a stress now? I'm starting to enjoy it. Yeah. There's times you, you, there's a bit of both, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. Like when you start to get busy, and then the two of us, I can't get in touch with the two boys because he's in class <laughs> and Tom's working, Aye. and I need someone to call. Um, but no, it's good. It's time to enjoy it. I can imagine. Like I, I know that myself. Like opening up the gym and stuff over the past year, you have, you have times where it's it's tough. Like and I think in any business, you, I think you, you sort of think that you're very unique. And yours is different than anyone else, but business is so many ups and downs, and like there's times when things are going fucking great, and you're like, "This is class," and yeah, then yeah, it yeah. goes the opposite way very quickly. I'm sure you are seeing that, but whenever you have to, I think whenever you're in control of it, you know it's so much better. Like, yes, yeah. Well, I think that's what makes and breaks a business or a person really. If you can get through the, the bad times and yeah. come through it and still be doing well, yeah, that'll kind of set you up nicely going forward. I would say so. Um, 
Uh, that that's the big challenge with it, like is how you can kind of deal with that there, and then obviously you just have it's a competitive market too, like you know, so it's always you're always dealing with that too. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. well, our, our quality and kind of styles and stuff. All three of us come from different backgrounds, so uh -huh. we kind of bring something special and unique. Whereas a lot of the guys are just kind of local Irish people, or like, yeah, I don't know what other companies are to be honest, but him coming from AFL, he kind of brings something different. And then Tom, having represented Mayo for the last yeah. 10, 12 years, represented Ireland for the international rules, and um, so kind of we all bring that. I think I think the fact that just play too, it's like your athletes designing it for our athletes too exactly. is yeah, that's a yeah. you kind of know what you want from it, like which is a big thing. Yeah. Um, and then you know what's the goals of this? Is this something you're just sort of hoping to keep as a side project going along with work, or are you hoping this turns into the main work? Or that's what we're looking at. We're hoping to get it bigger and yeah, on. yeah, that's kind of our goal and target. I think even with any business, it's just the experience of doing it is so it's brilliant and being in control of it. Yeah, I I can't imagine now working for somebody else. Somebody else yeah. Whenever you're in control of the thing, like <laughs> yeah. you know. There's good, good and bad that comes with that, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely uh, it's a unique thing. Like, so um, what we're going to do now. I always do like a quick fire round at the end of all these. A what? Sorry. Quick fire round. Okay. Yeah. Usually another quick fire round. It's just uh, like a couple of questions. Yeah. And uh, if you only chat away, you chat away. Or if you only just make it a yes or no, that's fine. <laughs> Okay, first one, uh, toughest opponent you've ever played against? I'll let you go. Oh, that's a tough one. It's a lot. Club, county, what are we looking at? Or just just the, the hardest man you've played against. I marked Andy Moore in uh, AP. Decent player. No, yeah. Decent player. <laughs> I, I didn't think he'd be as good as he was. Um, you obviously play with him at club, uh -huh. kind of take him for granted, but marking him in a county session, that's when you really know. Quality that and also good, like he just looks when you watch him movement ways, he's brilliant. But what do you find whenever you're marking was so tough? Everything like stronger, he kind of gets in around <coughs> you, he uses rear end really well to come, uh -huh. kind of punch yeah. you, and then just movement wise, he's so clever upstairs, it's he's thinking two steps ahead of uh -huh. you, you know, and um, which is fascinating to watch. I would say so, yourself, yeah, I suppose now you're seeing Andy sticking to me or training on Paddy Durkin, mm. when he yeah. goes, he's a hard man to uh to catch, yeah, and then. I suppose against another county I played against Limerick two years ago now. I was on White, I'm not sure of his first name, but ball being thrown up, he's taken off, ran the full length of the field, won a penalty. <laughs> so they've got a goal straight away, and I was on him, so uh, he wasn't too bad either. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would say so. Um, best GA moment? Or I suppose we'll just play the best sport movement moment, because I know a few of us here have played multiple sports now at this point. <laughs> I suppose for me in Gaelic would be winning the Connacht final um, in 2014. Right. So it was the year I was captain. Mm -hmm. um, going up and lifting the cup. Special would, moment. Yeah, would stand out for me. Then in Australia would be kicking my first goal. Um, so obviously it was the first one, so it was a good bit out. Swung around on the left foot and then went through the sticks and all the boys came around me, the yeah. whole team. Came and jumped on me, so it was, it was good. Was it a hit and hope, or did you actually? Oh, well, I meant it, but it was a bit of a hit. <laughs> Just swung your leg at it. <laughs> uh, I would say winning the All Ireland. Yeah. Under 21 All Ireland in 2016. And then along with that, our fresher team that won the championship that year as well. Right. Um, so them two would kind of be up there. 
good session in Dublin after that. Um, just the group that you, you work yeah. with, yeah, but that helps too. Do you go out much in Dublin whenever you're like you're a student or? Um, it's difficult with time with football, with work, with company work, and then I'm in final year trying to get my FYP done and a lot of college work to be done. Uh-huh. So I think this is kind of making make or break for your degree as well. Um, so you kind of have to give preference into that rather than. So that's a no then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have our nights. We have our nights. We have your. Where 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 do you go out in Dublin as a student? Load of places, I. <laughs> it's not like a big places like coppers and stuff like that. You obviously avoid all them places, or do you go to them? Yeah, you'd, you'd make an appearance in them as well. <laughs> so that'd be one of the nice Show your ones. face every once in a while. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, worst moment, uh, GAFL? Um, worst would probably be doing my knee in the All Ireland semi final. Or the year before, doing my collarbone in the All Ireland semi final. <laughs> Bad record in semi finals. Yeah. Semi-finals were very good. <laughs> Not good for you. How many fucking injuries have you had at this oh, point? I've had a few. I've had a few. Jesus. <laughs> Shrews. I'm going to do the county final last year against Ballon Tubber. Just the way we lost in the end. Yeah. Everybody, you know, the lads with Chad today, everything well, like the best one, the worst one, when they always revolves around the club, like, it's a very different thing, the club, like, playing with it versus county, obviously. It's guys that you've lived with, you've kind of yeah. gone to primary school, secondary school, so you see them all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the way nobody expected us to get to the final in the first place played a massive part of me saying yeah. it was in the final. And Have you won that before recently? or The last time Bala won it was 2012. We would have been 14, 15, 16. Yeah. Years, yeah. So it'd be a nice moment like as well, first yeah. time sort of on that. Yeah. 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 Um, best session after a win? Club now after Clamaris last year was pretty good. <laughs> that was the first first championship too. <laughs> Celebrate after everything. <laughs> and we've had some good club nights now the last couple of years. Yeah. And we're just going to town, small small town. We're just going to like the small pub. Uh huh. So Solon's in town and just be hopping. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. A few of them stand out. Same for self shows or. A few club nights, but then obviously when you've won something big and you've kind of gone on it for. Week a week and a half solid, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, yeah, number of them, but I'd say club would have to be. Yeah. Um, it's usually older people ask this, they but advice for any younger players or anyone that uh, is listening to this here, 14, 15? Oh, um, careful what you say here now. <laughs> advice. Don't play in semi-finals, maybe one. Well, <laughs> um, well, putting in the work, you kind of get what you put into it at the end yeah. of the day. If you're not putting in the work, you're not going to make it to wherever you want to make it to. Yeah. You've got to put in the groundwork and you have to go and do your skill sessions and gym sessions and obviously even recover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose depending on age, I suppose when you're young, is playing as many sports as you can. Mm-hmm. I do like that one. Um I find a lot of the good Gaelic players have played other sports. Yeah. And we're very good at other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, soccer and basketball being two, being hurling, I suppose. Um, and then, I suppose to the few older ones, would be um, your skill work. So going to Australia, the the emphasis that we put on skills, like even standing in a room and just hand-passing against a wall, yeah, bouncing it off the floor back to yourself, I feel we neglect that a little bit here. And it's all done at 100 miles an hour, with pressure, 
Whereas it's easy just when you're going to the gym, bring a football with you. Yeah. Left hand, right hand, through your legs. I think it actually does, it does a lot. That's uh, Desi Moen, played for Monaghan. Yeah. I had him in the podcast. What are we it, I, it's going up. It's going up this Monday. But he said the same thing. He said he brings brother football with him to the gym, practicing yeah. skills. like. Well, that's it. Like going to Australia was like, wherever you go, bring with you. You're going for yeah. lunch, bring it. I think Pierce was told to sleep with it when he first went out. <laughs> but that's it. So then come to a game, whatever the situation is, the ball, you just feel comfortable with it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Um, and then if someone is looking to find out more about GRG, um, where do we reach at? Where's the best place to go? Instagram. Instagram, uh-huh. Facebook, Twitter, kind of on all social media platforms. Yeah, yeah and the Twitter. website then as well. Website. Right, so if someone has an inquiry, best way is probably just get you on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, George's or post. even getting onto the website as well. So it's all linked through, so we get notifications and then okay. we'll get back to them. So then. GRG Sports um, on Instagram and then similar website as well. I'll try and fire it all up before this here anyway. Um, lads, that's 15 minutes. Thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Good stuff. Brilliant.